I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Stefan Hartgers, Vice President, Digital Strategy for Mobiquity Europe. There is no doubt that COVID-19 has accelerated digital transformation across banking and finance. But, Stefan, I believe you think they're getting it wrong. What is it that banks and financial institutions are getting wrong? Let me explain my view on this. We see a lot of change in the way digital innovation is being organized. We see some good examples, but we also see with the coming of new methodologies and technologies that it takes quite an effort for a lot of financial institutions to embrace those new methodologies and technologies. And in that sense, yeah, it surprises me that some companies take the approach of digital transformation as their goal and not per se the client or the customer view on the journey they embark on. So they, they, they focus on the internal transformation more than truly uh, getting the right products out to the customers and, and enriching the customer experience, which is actually what the customers want nowadays. Well, customers, of course, can be an annoying distraction, let's be honest. That's probably the attitude you're getting at, I think, there. I see exactly what you're saying, that it's actually all about the customer experience, about delivering the service to the customer. And you're saying people are losing sight of that and getting distracted with internal navel-gazing. Yeah, it's almost difficult to expect. It's not even they're losing sight of the customer. It's they're not getting there to get focus on the customer. And so if, if you look at IT landscape 10 years ago, we were in a complete different world where we were happy that we were able to uh, to create products at all uh, <laughs> and, and make it sure that it connected and that it actually worked without any problems or any risks. So nowadays, we know how technology works and we know that there's a lot possible. Yeah, still the companies with a lot of history, they also have the history of their organizational context and uh, the way how to address IT problems, which typically still looks at the old ways, the methodologies of the past. And only by truly embracing those new technologies and methodologies, uh, you will reach the goal of uh, creating the right products for your customer. That transformation is ongoing. Obviously, there are some front runners with good examples, and they're always mentioned, which is great because we can learn from them. But that doesn't define the space of financial services. Eh? There's much more companies involved that are not as fast and, and, and not, not uh, yet at the level where we see that uh, transformation being successful or, or getting to the right products. How, therefore, can we separate out the innovation that's needed? How do we make sure that the institution follows the right path? Yeah, first of all, I would recommend those companies to split uh, the current operation from the new innovation they're trying to achieve. It's almost in impossible to expect from a current organization to make that kind of change at the speed that is required. And so getting to the right products and getting to the right new services uh, requires almost a separate organization that knows how to run these methodologies and technologies at speed, delivers products out, and therefore allow the other organization, the standing organization, to learn from it and adopt it later on. Uh, that's that's the only way to create this kind of traction and speed. That would be uh, where to start, I would say. 
Well, we do see examples of that. There are a number of financial institutions that have created their own digital banking subsidiaries. Is that the kind of thing you're talking about? That is an option. There are multiple options to do it. There are venture funds to look at new technologies and new methodologies to get to clients with new revenue models. What I typically also uh, see happening and and what what is very effective is the building of innovation factories and innovation hubs. Uh, And with that, methodologies and technologies are learned very quickly, creating completely new revenue streams for banks, which secures them for the future. Well, it's interesting because I, I see a parallel here of the old story they used to say about militaries that if you ended up going to war, the first thing you had to do was fire all the generals you had because they wouldn't have a clue how to conduct the new war. It seems to me that what you're saying is that there is an inbuilt mindset into banking and finance that has to be removed before you can get to the new territory. Yeah, that's an interesting analogy that you mentioned, Roman. Uh, Actually, two years ago and into last year, we did research in the Netherlands uh, how the digital innovation was organized. And we looked at the parameters for success. And one of the parameters is exactly what you mentioned. It's the adaptability of the senior management, especially the C-suite, to adopt these new methodologies and mindsets to allow the organization to run at speed. eh? For one example, Nowadays, everybody talks about agile. Fine, that's already been there. Uh, The new kit on the block is product management. We want to invest in it. We know the middle layers of the organization know what it is about, want to invest in it, and are being stopped or blocked or hindered by the way the senior management is um, managing them. And that's because they sort of justify their own behavior based on the success uh, they get in that in the chair or the position they they arrived at based on their own track record uh, based on their experience but that's uh, not allowing for this agile mindsets and and this new way of, of looking at product management because they don't understand those methodologies yet there is no way we're going to be able to teach them is that they have to be quietly shuffled off. <laughs> Well, or am I being that unfair? is one option. <laughs> that is one option. We also see you only need one advocate in the C-suite to sort of embrace it and being able to convince the rest. Eh? So, so some some companies are definitely able to make that switch. But uh, I also understand that uh, in in this position of C-suite, it's more mostly about risk control, eh? risk control, being able to manage the operation, managing the spend, managing the risk. Uh, which I completely understand. But managing risk is the opposite of innovation at speed. You want to create risk. Right? You want to experiment. You want to find the golden nugget in the sand. And you don't do that by managing risk parameters. I would like my financial institution to manage its risk. I want to make sure that my money's there what I want it. I don't want them to implode. But yeah. there has to be a way of creating an environment And I suppose this goes back to what you were saying earlier about creating a a separate unit. Now, whether that's a full digital bank or whether it's an IT unit developing new Mm -hmm. systems within the existing bank, there has to be a way of managing that risk that does not stifle the innovation. That's exactly true. So one, one of our examples that we have, we are operating the and supporting one of the innovation hubs uh, at one of the largest banks in the, in the Netherlands. 
And what you see there is to allow innovation at speed, there has to be a different dialogue with the compliance and the security officers uh, and with the architects about how to enable uh, creating tools and technologies at speed with the right risk parameters for the money to be managed securely, which is fine, but uh, not necessarily at the same uh, rigorousness that is required for large-scale operations. And therefore, the split between the standing operation and the, the, the innovative uh, speedboat, uh, so to say. I suppose, finally, the, the issue is this. If you do not innovate, if you do not get this right, your institution will become irrelevant. Definitely, and especially for fintech and financial services, because the interface with the customer is changing. So the, uh, where we looked at 10 years ago, banks had a primary interface with their own customer. Huh? The relationship with your bank was a one-on-one -on -one relationship. Nowadays, um, kids go on Instagram and buy the shoes the influencer wears. By Instagram, by clicking. There is no banking interface. There is no, of course, there is a payment interface, and that allows for a banking transaction underwater. But uh, the youth doesn't have the primary relationship with a bank anymore, right? So how do you stay relevant for this next generation and, and prevent yourself from being uh, obsolete in, in a decade? I guess that's the big question. And in a decade's time, we'll know who got the answer right. Stefan Hartke's Vice President, Digital Strategy and Mobiquity Europe. Thank you very much.